excited about because the brand and the business she has built is literally a household name. Now, Joke Bakare, who is at the helm of MedPlus, has built a phenomenal business with over 50 branches across Nigeria. I don't know how you have done it. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now, first of all, how did the vision to create MedPlus come about? Because it's, I mean, it sounds so innovative uh, for this space. Okay, so I'm a pharmacist. Um, I was young. I think I just turned 26 years of age. Uh, I had two young boys at the time. And um, I, I already knew I was going to set up a retail pharmacy. So there I go. I just started. You make it seem so easy. She's like, there I go. I just started. <laughs> what was the first biggest hurdle you faced and how did you overcome it? All right. So, I mean, when I started... I didn't even know anything about HR or finance or supply chain, which is really the hardest for my business. I had no clue, but I was willing to learn. I kind of did a pay-as-you-go pay kind of thing. I learned along the line and um, went for courses, trainings here and there. You know, at that time, there was no one that had done retail pharmacy. We're the first retail chain in Nigeria. But um, 25 years on, I'm quite proud. Now, in terms of my first major setback was three years after I started. And one midnight, I got a phone call that my store at Mega Plaza was burning. And we got there and my husband got to the place, saw the entire mall in ashes. And, um, you know, people even kept asking, oh, did you have insurance or, you know, you know how, how are you going to do it? And my husband even whispered to me that, don't tell them you don't have insurance, because I did not have insurance at the time. That was my first big huddle and also lesson. So since then, every single thing I have, I insure. And um, from then on, it's, it's been good. And, uh, you know, what about times when it seemed as though, especially from the public front, uh, you know, MedPlus was winning and winning all of the accolades. And then we now came across stories from your personal life and we didn't know how to reconcile the two, uh, the persona and the business. How did you get through that? And how did you separate your brand? Because your brand was unaffected. Yes. So I'm a very private person. In fact, I'm one of those people that believe that you must keep your private matters very private. Um, I love my husband, I, ho I love my children, and I just didn't think for a long time. As a matter of fact, this interview is like maybe the second or third I've ever given. Wow, you know, you private, that. private, private. But along, along the line, over my 25 years, I found out that people kind of want to associate even the brand MedPlus with a face. You know, they, you know, initially they would even think it's a man that owns MedPlus, even with all the pink colors or whatever, <laughs> you know. So at some point, you know, for, for me, I also believe that, you know, the brand should even speak for itself. You know, you don't need to go out there and, you know, give every single interview every day. Every day. I don't know whether it has to do with my back, uh, background as a pharmacist or a scientist. I just always, the private matter is always private, you know. But now, you know, I've started to come out just also to inspire women. You know, so that, you know, they hear a bit of my own story and also to just, you know, share my experiences with them. Which part of your story do you feel touches women the most when you share it? Um, that I started when I was a nursing mother, mother and that um, I've been through quite a number of hurdles. 
Um, also that I have a, a husband that's very supportive. I think that's very important, you know, for men to also support their, um, their wives and let them express themselves, you know, be, let them thrive in whatever space they are. Um, I have four boys and right now I'm teaching them to be, you know, to help women, to teach them to help women to make them thrive and, you know, be very supportive of, you know, women wherever they find themselves. So I think I'm quite proud of that. I'm also, um, I'm a big employer of women. So as a matter of fact, in MedPlus, we have 65% of the workforce that are female. So I'm really proud of that. My head of HR is female. My head of finance is female. My head of marketing is female. I think um, for me, that's one of the great achievements I've done. And certainly so inspiring as well. But what about some of the stereotypes uh, you know, that you've, you've had to grapple with? You know, what, what strategies did you employ to make sure that the stereotypes about women in business, especially women who run such massive empires, just to make sure people realize that, you know, the stereotypes are just that. Stereotypes, they don't apply to every case. <laughs> okay, so with the stereotypes, the one that makes me laugh all the time is when I get somewhere and they say MedPlus with 54 stores, even with the fact that my brand has pink written all over it. You know, people still think I'm meant to be a man. You know, they're like, oh, I thought it was a man. I've had that so many times. Um, in starting my business, I'll be very honest, I didn't get too much, because pharmacy is a very nurturing business. You know, women in their own very nature know how to multitask. So I didn't really get that much, you know, huddle or that uh, stigma or whatever with the men. You know, I think it wasn't that bad at that point. And how have you been able to stay ahead of the curve? Because, uh, you know, since over 20 years ago that you launched 25, it, uh, 25 years. years ago, excuse mm. me, that you launched your business, so many similar business models have come up. And how do you continue to pioneer and ensure that you continue to take up the space that you deserve in the industry? Okay, so um, we have a team of young pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. They have very brilliant and, you know, fun ideas. Also, in terms of attributes that, you know, should help you stay ahead of the curve, you must be very patient, you must be perseverant, you have to endure, you have to have staying power. Because, you know, those disappointments will come along the way. But you really need to stay focused in every single thing you do. And then learning, I'm an avid supporter. I read, I go to courses, I role play, I learn, I pretend I'm not a pharmacist, I get in and, you know, ask questions. So that learning spirit, I think it's very important. If you have it, it's a big plus. So that way, you know what's coming in, you know, you, you can adapt, you know, whether it's technology, whether it's management, what's new in the market, what are the new medicines, you know, because you really need to provide, you know, a safe environment for people. You have to give them access to, you know, very genuine, trustworthy, you know, quality medicines, you know, so that people live, you know, a very healthy life. You know, what I hear when I speak to you, I, I see obviously a born entrepreneur and, and then so many other qualities uh, within you that make it very clear uh, as to why you've been successful. However, I feel that as African women, we're almost born entrepreneurs in our own way. Why do you feel that African women are a little bit more reluctant to 
take on the role that you have to start giant empires. Uh, we're sort of more satisfied with just, you know, a small business. Keep it small. Let it just be a small manageable business. What is it that we need to overcome so that more women can engage in big business, national business, open chains, uh, departments, offices across the country in the way that you have? I have a little word, you know, it's called F, F-U-D. You need, to, you need to overcome FUD, which is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. I'll be honest with you, when I was in school, I didn't, I didn't sit down and cross my leg and say, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna have 54 stores, retail chain of stores. No, I didn't start off like that. I didn't even know I was gonna have more than one. But I saw the gap, and for people like me, I don't think about all the problems. You don't need to think about all the problems. You take one problem, it's like you buy credit, you pay as you go. When you get there, you fix it. I know the business school people are going to frown at what I'm saying because they think you need answers to every question. But sometimes you just need to overcome the fear and that doubt in yourself. You know, be more confident. You must believe in God. You know, put God at first in everything you do and then believe in yourself also. It's very important when you believe in yourself. Be around people, surround yourself with people that are very positive you know, have good energy. That's what I say with my daughter, very good energy all the time. Let's keep the energy the same. And sky is the limit, you know. All right, on that note, we're going to take a very quick break, but don't move. We're going to be back shortly as we continue this conversation. This is a Rubbing Mind special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for staying tuned in. The action continues. This is the Rubbing Minds International Women's Month special. And of course, this conversation continues. It's so much more difficult for us as women to access capital uh, for one sort of our surety or our assets, you know, property rights are, you know, an ongoing fight that I think will continue to fight. How do we overcome, you know, being able to access the capital that we need to start? Because I think a lot of women have dreams right now, but access to capital is just even just a standard bank loan. For you to have the surety or the guarantee to be able to get it out is, is a whole other mountain. I think, you know, whatever you're doing, you need to start small. That's my own model. Start small, make it successful, and then build a track record for yourself. Where people are interested in track record. Metplus is 25 years. Yes, at the beginning, I started very small. If I used to come to work in jeans, I wasn't all dressed up like this, jeans and a t-shirt. And every day I'll go to my suppliers. Because why? I didn't have enough capital at the time. So I'll buy today, it will finish, go back. And at some point somebody said, oh, you're this girl, you're not going to kill yourself. But I knew what I was doing. I knew I had to establish that track record. I knew I had to prove myself. So don't, be, don't let finance discourage you. Look at the business, be very passionate about your business, okay? Set an example, set a pathway for yourself, be very disciplined, you know, build, no matter how small, some track record, you know? And then when people start to see that, now I think it's even easier. You have all these private equity funds all over the place coming at you, you know? In fact, in healthcare right now, I don't know what the code is, but you know, I don't know whether it ticks all the boxes for them, but they really want to invest in healthcare, whether it's medicines, whether it's hospitals, whether it's clinics or nurses or home healthcare. It's an industry that they really want to put money in. So if you're disciplined with yourself, you start small, don't overcome the fear and uncertainty, I think sky is the limit. Mm, certainly, and uh, we need to round up soon, but before we go, a mother of four boys, 
what are the most important lessons you'll teach your boys about this year's theme, which is I am generation equality? What are you instilling in them to uh, be able to inspire them to imbibe the meaning of generation equality as they grow older? Okay, I'm so happy about the generation equality. I'm happy about the conversations going on. A lot of progress has been made in that area. And I really, you know, I talk to my boys. First of all, they have to be supportive husbands when and if they do get married, you know, without my husband being behind me. It's important you said if. <laughs> So there isn't the, the pressure. My second son, he was here earlier, but he left, he's 27 years old, and now I don't even see a track. But, I, you know, they see what I'm doing, and they know that without my husband being a big support, if he fought me each day, I said, oh, my God, I have to be in the warehouse till 12, or we're still doing stock taking today, I would not be where I am today. Or I have to go for meetings, or I have to travel, you know. You really need to teach those boys, because I can see what my mother-in-law has done in my husband. You know, he's not perfect. But um, he's made me thrive and made me flourish in what I was doing. So it's to be f supportive of whatever female. It doesn't even have to be their wives, whether in the workplace, whether at home, whether they're friends. When you see women, because women are naturally, you know, they're the best. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm not abusing anyone, but women are the best. You know, they know how to juggle everything together. You need women in everything you do. You know, women make a difference anywhere there and you can see examples of all, you know of all women all over the place so so do you think we're gonna see an end to patriarchy anytime soon oh. <laughs> well closer than before right. definitely yeah. closer than before and um, I hope um, I hope it comes sooner than we, we even we, we even think you know the conversation is good and you know the progress is tremendous mm. I'm quite happy and pleased with it exactly and uh, charities beginning at home exciting to see women like yourself strong women you know raising men who understand that you know there's a shift in the conversation and, and in the culture. So that's really exciting. Jackie Makare, thank you so much for thank your time. You, thank your you final so words for your viewers? Oh, women, stay focused. Be, uh, be determined. Never give up. You know, be your very best that you can be. And sky will be the limit. Of course, happy Women's Month. That was an insightful chat with Joke Bakari of MedPlus Pharmacies, over 50 stores across Nigeria. I mean, I, I, that is incredibly uh, one of the greatest success stories that we've heard from women in business. However, on that note, this is where we call it a day.